Hello, hello everyone. Welcome to Sip Tea and say amen to that. I pray that you all are having a wonderful blessed day and I pray that whatever you endorse, whatever you prayed for, whatever that you want to receive, receive it in the name of Jesus. I pray that everyone is having a blessed day, blessed evening, blessed night, whatever they're doing. But always keep God first at all times. Amen. Amen. So y'all, um, every every Wednesday, like I said, every Wednesday's podcast will be uploaded at 12. And um, there are going to be many more other things that I will be doing as well too. And I know I'll be having so much busy schedules around me, but hey, look, listen, I will let the Lord work on my situation, work, work on the things that I am um, kind of trying to work on together. But listen, I'm very thankful and glad that um, I'm taking this time to talk with you all and to my podcast. And excuse the noise out in the background. I'm just letting y'all know. I forgot to tell y'all that. Excuse the background and the noise because it can get very noisy. And also, be a lot of... A lot of policemen, ambulance, firefighters all around here. So please bear with me, y'all. Um, if you miss out of anything that you miss out of, you can always go back into this podcast that I will be discussing. And you can re-listen to everything of what I said. Alright, let's go right ahead into prayer. So Father in heaven, Lord, we want to thank you for waking us up today. God, we want to thank you for just being mighty. God, as we continue to do this podcast, Lord, let everyone that's coming into this podcast and in, and listening to this podcast, Lord, Lord, let them lead to their hearts, God. Let them to, let them hear the word. Let them hear the word, God, and not just strand away from it, God. But God, help each and every one of us, God, who go through struggles, God, who go through struggles and situations in our lives. God, let us come to you with open honesty of our hearts, God, about situations that we are going through, especially with our faith, God. So, God, I just want to thank you for just being patient with each and every one of us, God. God, I want to thank you for just being holy. Thank you for just being God in general. God, I thank you for still never leaving us nor forsaking us, God. God, I thank you for just being just a patient God. Once again, God, thank you for being patient with us, even when we uh, give you hard times, God. But God, you still look down on us and still love us and still have the patience of us, God. And let us not take you for granted, oh God. So, God, we want to thank you for just being God. God, we want to thank you for this wonderful podcast and many more to go into this journey. And I thank you and I bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, y'all, we're going to be discussing about something that's very similar. And um, I just want to go right ahead and talk and just go right ahead and talk about it. Um, It kind of relates with mixed emotions. Um, the mixed emotions that we have with certain people or another person have a mixed emotions towards us. And, you know, we tend to not understand, like, why does this person hate us? Or why did this person have a weird vibe against you? Or why does that person have a weird vibe? of? Or, or what does it, let's just say that you have a weird vibe against the person because every time you see them or every time you, you look at what they're doing, you tend to feel eager. You tend to feel like, oh, I can't stand that person. Now, mind you, I was just discussing this on my um, Bible study from uh, from this Sunday. 
and it was a wonderful good topic to talk about uh it kind of relates to two people that's in the bible that is <laughs> that's really good to talk about um it's basically in the old testament i want to let you guys know that it's something about the old testament is so good that you all must have to read it's so good it teaches you so much about God and not only that but it also helps you to understand God's personality and when you come into like reading and getting the message from the Lord and not only getting the message from him but you're taking the time to know him personally this is not a religion thing this is a relationship let it let it let it be clear by that this is a relationship with Christ and when you continuously to when you continuously read and um, meditate in His Word and get the message of what He wants to give you, He will give it to you. And and having that relationship with with God in general is is like a wonderful feeling. So I don't want you all to run away from your relationship with God. Keep your faith stronger because God is looking at, at the, looking at that. It's including our hearts. Is our faith is our faith stronger amen so now if we go into the old testament this is where it kind of relates with um a young man named saul um if we go all the way back saul was king and he was with samuel at the time and saul was doing the good things of the lord he was doing the righteous things of the lord now mind you he was with samuel at the time and he began to do good things with the lord and as he was doing so much good stuff with the Lord, he began to um, o- obey what the Lord had told him to do. And as he was doing that, God was very pleased with the things that he was doing. Now, it was one thing, I would say, it was one thing that God had told him to destroy. There was a land that God told Saul to destroy. But what did he do? He yet refused. He refused to not do those very things. And he noticed that God's presence was no longer with him. Now, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want this podcast to be too too long. But if you really want to know more more about what what really really happened from far back about what really happened at the time with Saul, uh, I would definitely do another podcast with that so you guys can um, try to understand what 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 was this all about? How did this all came about? Um, how did this you know, how did Saul begin to disobey God? So I will be talking about that like maybe another time with my podcast. But if this, but if that is something that you definitely, if you guys want to definitely know about, I would definitely do a podcast with that. Now, if we go, if we go forward, um, this is where Samuel had a neighbor named David. He was a young man. He was a young man. This was a young man named David. And he began to see that how David was just a strong, brave, young little boy. And as I was reading, I was like, well, man, this man must have a, uh, must have some, um, <laughs> he must been, he, he's, he's a good little boy, but man, he, he, this, this little boy right here know how to work. So, um, from, from far, from going forward, um, David began to go grow stronger and grow stronger. Um, Saul was very pleased about David, and he wanted to use he wanted to he wanted to um, let David to work for him. So at that time that happened, um, 
David began to start fighting one of the Philistines. He started beheading one of the Philistines. So I was just like, dang, this this David right here is a savage, honey. This David right here is a savage, honey. So I was just like, wow, I'm very pleased at how this young boy named David just literally just slang at this Philistine. And he just, he just, he didn't say none. He just said, listen, I'm finna, I'm finna behead this little bad boy. And I'm going to be going about my business. And that's what happened. So, <laughs> so as that was happening, right, one of the Philistines, you know, came closer to David. And they started to look over David. And they saw that this little boy was more than just a boy. He was glowing with health. He was handsome. And he was, he was despised him. So, this little boy was just, was, was, was just very, he was liked. He was very well known. And now here comes the time where um, this is this is where it became a time where people begin to start start shouting. They begin to start um, being happy because of what David did. Now this is where it comes in. If we go to First Samuel chapter eighteen, um, this is where Saul grows fear of of David. I'm sorry. So if we go to chapter one chapter 18 verse 1 he said after David had finished talking with Saul Jonathan became one in spirit with David and he loved him as himself from that day Saul kept David with him and did not let him return home to his family and Jonathan had covenant with David because he loved him for himself Jonathan took off the robe he was wearing and gave it to David along to his tunis and even his sword, he bowed and his he he his his bow and his belt. Sorry. Verse five said, "Whatever mission Saul has sent on him, David was so successful that Saul gave him the high rank in the army. This pleased all troops and Saul's officers as well." Verse six, when the men were returning home after David had killed the Philistines, a woman came out of the towns of Israel to meet King Saul, with singing and dancing with joyful songs. And with the timeless of liars, and he had danced and sang, he said, Saul has slain his thousands, and David slain his ten thousands. And verse 8 says, Saul was very angry and refrained displeased him greatly. They have credited David with ten thousand, he thought, but me with only a thousand. What more can he get but what more can he get but the kingdom? And from the time that Saul kept his eyes closed, his eyes closed um, on David. Sorry. The next day, an evil spirit from God came forcefully on Saul. He prophesied in his house while David was playing in the library, as he usually did. Saul had speared his head and yelled and said it to himself, "I will pin David to the wall." But David eluded him twice. Saul was afraid of David because the Lord was with David, but he had departed from Saul. So listen, here's 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 all this about. I know I was reading so much, y'all, but it was just getting so good because number one, everything was taking place, and everybody began to start dancing and shouting and started being happy because of what David did. Correct. Now Jonathan became one spirit with David. However, they were like close. They were like friends. And he loved him as himself. So Jonathan loved his friend David as himself. So now here comes Saul. He kept David with him. He did not want him to return home to his family. 
Jonathan had made a covenant with David because why? He loved him for himself once again. And Jonathan took off his robe and he was wearing and he gave he gave it to David. So majority, Jonathan gave everything to give to David because of what David did. However, um, he they he gave him a bow and his belt. He gave him everything. So now, whenever mentioned, uh, whenever thing was mentioned, Saul sent to him. Saul sent him on, right? Saul sent him on, and he was like, "Listen, you know, David's so successful that Saul gave him a high rank to the army. This pleased the troops and Saul's officers as well. So now, look, they are being pleased by this man, that by this little boy, and even Saul as well too. So as Saul begins to see that this young boy named David has been doing so much encouragement has been doing so much that he was so impressed himself like oh my goodness this young boy named named david he done these things i must have to give him everything i i have to i have to in, in other words listen i have to give you something my man because you've been you've been doing really good now mind you listen he said when the man was returning home david had killed the philistines right now here comes a woman that's coming into the town of Israel and she was meeting King Saul. Now mind you, as this woman just coming in, she's singing, she's dancing, she's singing with joyful songs and at the timbers and land and she was dancing and she was singing, she was basically saying like listen, she said slain, uh, Saul has slain his thousands and David uh David's his ten of uh, his ten of thousands. So mind you, this woman coming into town and she's singing and she dancing and you know Saul and David they begin to like look at what she was doing you know she was singing and she was dancing mind you because of what David did and everybody was happy once again everybody was was rejoicing because of what happened so now at that time came Saul did not think Saul thought in his mind okay you know what I'm still king I I I slain some thousands of people I I, I did those very things as well too. But what David did, David did 10 times more than Saul. So now here comes this woman coming in and she's singing and she's dancing. She said Saul had, had slain thousands and David slain 10,000. And now here comes Saul thinking in his conscience like, well, hold on, wait a minute. Well, hold on, wait a minute. I, I slain a thousand. And and you're saying that this this little boy David slain ten thousand? Are you trying to make fun of me? So now, mind you, he's he's aware of what's going on, and he's thinking like, okay, you know what? Why is everybody why is everybody showing attention to this little boy when you know at the end of the day I'm still king, and even though I'm being tormented by by the by God's wrath. But I still slain some people. I still killed some people. But y'all showing more glorified to this to this little boy. Right? So now here comes, like, here comes this. Here comes Saul coming to come in and saying, you know, he said they have credit David with 10,000. He thought, but me only a thousand. What more can he get but the kingdom? Right? So now here comes Saul questioning himself like, well, they saying that this boy has 10,000 and I got 1,000. What more can he put into the kingdom? So now he's he's basically putting up his little, his little pride on the, he putting his pride out. 
he put his pride out, unfortunately, saying, you know what? <laughs> I'm I'm not doing this. Y'all not finna y'all not finna make me look like a fool, in other words. And he was so angry at that. He was so mad at that because why? Everybody was literally everybody was like literally singing and and and, sh- and not only shouting but joyful and happy about what david did other than what saul did and here comes saul becomes very angry at that he was very angry he was not pleased by that because he'd rather for people to 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 work for him and bow down to him than to be happy and, and working for this young man to be cheerful what this young man did so here comes Saul now from the time he kept his eyes, his he kept his eyes on David the whole time. Because why he did not like what the audience did. He did not like what was taking place. In other words, he didn't like when people was throwing shade at him. And <laughs> he thought that okay, I'm the best and I'm gonna ever forever still be the best. And he thought that, okay, you know, since I'm the best, yes, yes, this young boy, King David, he did 10,000 and he was wonderful. He was great at it. But he, he, see, Saul never thought that he was, he was not going to be, um, noticed anymore. Like, like you're, you're, you're not noticed anymore. So our eyes are focusing on this young man right here, David, because what he did. And Saul was not having it. It was like Saul was not having it at all. He was not happy. He was not pleased by that. So now here comes, um, in verse 10, Saul still had God's wrath on him. He still had that tormented inside of his spirit. He was growing bitterly. He was growing fiercely. He was growing angrily because of what he did, because of one thing that he disobeyed God to. Right? And not only that, but he he did something 10 times worse that he should have never did. So here comes here comes this, right? Now, you know, David uh begins to start playing his lottery and Saul, Saul begins to start sitting down and begin to look at David and 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 thinking in his mind, say, you okay, you know what, I'ma hit him with this. I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a hit him with something against the wall. And, and, I, and I just want to see, I just want to see him just to be hurt. I just want to see him just be hurt. And it was just like, David knew what what um, Saul was going to do. Now, mind you, <laughs> what's funny about it is that when David was trying to pin David, when, I mean, not David, I'm sorry. When Saul tried, tried to pin David in the wall, right? <laughs> David indulged him twice, so David dished him twice. Ain't that quite funny? It's like <laughs> David know what Saul was about to do, and David dipped on this man twice, cause this man tried to kill him, and Saul did not know what what was the reason why he was trying to kill this boy. He just—he was just angry. He was mad. He was jealous. He was in his bitterness, jealousy. Okay, Saul became jealous of David, and David noticed that it was something that wasn't right with Saul, right? <laughs> but Saul—here's the thing about Saul. Saul was very afraid of David. If y'all have not noticed, he was very afraid of David because why? The Lord was with David. The Lord was no longer with Saul anymore. See. 
if the Lord was with Saul at the time, if, if Saul was being obedient at the time, nobody wouldn't even know who this little David is. But, you know, it, everybody wouldn't do their own thing, right? Just like Saul did. Saul wanted to do his own thing. So what he do? He did his own thing, and he wanted to be high-headed. So now look at him. He ain't king no more. But But look what happened now. Now God had made David, the little boy David, at, I'm sorry, y'all, y'all hear all this, I told y'all, I'm, I'm telling y'all, I'm just warning y'all, just warning y'all what's going on around here in the background, but anyway, so now Saul is, is, is very, very, very in fear, in fear of David, because why, the Lord was with David. And the Lord was no longer with Saul anymore. See, it's it's kind of like uh, God replaced David. God replaced Saul to David, so now David takes over to be king and not Saul anymore. And Saul is in his jealousy. He's angry. He's mad, and he wants to just hurt this little boy, right? But if you go on, mind you, right? It goes on and on and on, and. As this was taking place, in verse 14, he said, And everything he did had a great success because the Lord was with him. Now, Saul, however, was how Saul saw how successful David was, right? He was afraid of him because, number one, he was with God. The Lord was with David. And not only that, but he was successful. And you know how when you have, like... A certain type of person, um, a, a, a person that you're really close to, and you would have never thought in a million years. They see that they see that the Lord is with you. They see that you're successful. They see that you that you're strong. You're brave. You you have a business. You have this. You have that. And then you would have never thought in a million years. It can be your friends. It can be your family. It can be anybody. You would have never thought in a million years that somebody that you are very close to will turn against you or hate your guts or hate the simple fact of what you are doing or hate the simple fact of what God is doing in your life. And they don't understand why is that that God is using you and God is not using them anymore. Mm, let that sink in, right? So now here comes Saul in verse 17. Saul came to David. He was like, here is my older daughter, Merib. So this is where David was marrying one of his daughters. Um, This is where David was marrying one of Saul's daughters. I'm sorry. Let me get that correct. (laughs) So he was married to her, right? David was truly in love with her. But here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. If y'all if y'all really go down to verse 24, this this is this is where Saul was very sneaky. He was very, very sneaky. Listen to this. He said in verse 24 in um, chapter 18, verse 24, when Saul's servant told him what David had said, Saul replied, Say to David, the king wants no other price for the bride than a hundred Philistines for skin to take revenge on his enemies. Saul's plan was to have David fall by the hands of the Philistines. You see how sneaky he is? He is very sneaky. So not only that you wanted David to marry your daughter, but you go out your way to sneak your way and and, and basically want to uh, (laughs) have David to be in his downfall. 
you are it's like saw like y'all if y'all really read this y'all would be so irritated as well too like i was so irritated i was like saw if you don't pipe down if you don't sit your butt down because you see you really really bitter you really really jealous you really really mad why is you acting like that like why is you really acting like that like for real like God sees that you making you making a fool at he you obviously making a fool at yourself, and God is looking at you like really, you really gonna do this? See, I already knew you gonna do something like this. Well, why would you want to do something like this to my servant David? Why? So here, 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 here's this. Here's this. If you go to verse twenty nine, listen. If y'all go to verse twenty nine. <laughs> Saul became still more afraid of David, and he remained his enemy, enemy for the rest of his days. Just imagine you have somebody that's, that, like I said once again, just imagine you have somebody that's so close to you, and they forever remain to be your enemy for the rest of your life. Because they don't understand why they hate you they don't understand why they don't like you they don't understand why is that you're what you're doing is right with God and they hate the fact that God is using you and that's what happened that's what's going on with with uh with Saul and David Saul is was an enemy to David for no apparent reason he number one he was jealous of him because why number one David God was with David number two David was successful and number three number three he was he was he was brave well I didn't get the number three yet but it was those two he was very afraid of it's like Saul like I know you're afraid of David but <laughs> Why is that you trying to do so so harm to him? You know, why are you trying to do something so harm to this young boy? He didn't do anything wrong, but why are you doing such harmful things as well? In other words, why is your mindset? Let's get that clear. Why is your mindset? It's such evil things in there. That got to go, sir. That look, you gotta tell your enemies, listen. Every negativity, every everything that you're thinking in your mind about me is <laughs> not going to prosper. It's not. Everything that you are feeling inside, everything that you are thinking inside, you're angry. So whatever anger that you're feeling against a person, why are you holding that against a person? But look, we're going to keep continuing reading because this is where the part that really took me out. Because I'm at this point, I was like, you know what? I'm over it. I'm over it with this um, Saul shenanigans. Wishy-washy Saul, okay? Because that's what he was. So now here comes... Here comes Saul want to kill David. He want to kill him. So it's like, okay, first you 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 were happy. You was around him. Number two, you were jealous of him. Number three, now you want to kill him? 
Now you want to kill him. Like, well, what, what else you want to do? You want to run him? You want to run him over by a car? You want to run him over by a, a a horse or a donkey? What you, what you want to do? You, you really want to kill this boy? So, listen. Saul told his son Jonathan, right, to go and kill David. Now, mind you, like I said, David and Saul were like bond best friends. And you know when you have a bond best friend and one of your enemies tell your best friend, hey, I want you to kill your best friend, but your best friend is so close to you to the point where you don't want to do that, but you you would rather, what, protect them and secure them to find somewhere else to go where it's safe because your enemy wants to kill you. So now here comes Saul, wants to go out and kill David. Now, mind you, at this was taking place, David was trying to understand why is his 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 father his um father-in-law want to kill him. You know, why does his why does his father-in-law wants to kill him? And it was just it was just as if it was just as if he just wanted to get revenge. He wanted revenge because God was no longer with with Saul anymore. So you want to take the lead to go out and kill, kill, kill people, let alone kill David. And now you, you, you have an evil spirit in you because you don't want nothing. Um, you don't want, you don't want nobody else but David to be killed. If you go to verse 9, he said, But an evil spirit from the Lord came to Saul as he, as he was sitting in the house with his spear in his hand while David was playing in the library. Saul tried to pin him in a wall, his spear, but David included him. As Saul drove the spear to the wall, the night David made, made a good in his escape. So this is the third time, this is the second time that Saul wanted to spear this man against the wall to kill him. And his wife, David's wife, covered him because they were looking for him. Not only that, but Saul and the Philistines was trying to deeply look for this little boy, David. And his wife really want, really was covering for him so they won't find him or kill him. And this, this, this look, y'all, I'm telling y'all, this story is so crazy. And I, I just, I felt like I couldn't go, so I couldn't even go anymore because it was like, this man is really trying to kill this little boy. And David was just wondering, like, well, why do you, what, what did I do for you to be so evil towards me? What did I, what did I do to, to make you feel some type of way about me? Now, mind you, David didn't do anything. David was just doing his own thing, minding his business. He still loved Saul. He still respected Saul. He still, he still loved Saul. He still honored Saul. But it was like with Saul, he was, he was like, he was happy. And then one day he was, he was angry. I recommend every one of you all to read, um, what, what, what was this? Um, I think this is in 16. Oh, I'm sorry. Give me just a minute. If you wanna, if you wanna go right ahead and read it, um, I would rather for you all to read, uh, first samuel chapter 18 and and it goes from all the way down to the end and i recommend y'all to read that because that is something that uh that i was reading and it was so good because it's, it's not only that's a good story to talk about but it also relates to our lives and 
just to see that how Saul was was having mixed emotions and he regretted it. He regretted the things that he felt against David. Even when David came up came up to him and, and, and was telling him, like, you know, why is the, why why what did I what I have I done so hardly against you that you wanted to kill me, that you want to do evil things against me? And Saul couldn't even like even say anything. But I will say this one thing about what Saul did. Saul did acknowledge and understand why, why, why was such behavior that 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 he was doing that was so wrong against David. And Saul was asking David for forgiveness of what what he wanted to do against uh, David. And now I'm not only that, but. I think that kind of relates with us in our lives, like especially when we have someone that we're really close to or someone that we know and you look at them and you wonder like, well, what did I do to a person? You know how when you walk by, when you know how when you walk by to a person and, and you literally just, you know, coming in just in a normal day and just minding your own business and that one person that just can't stand you they give you like a mean mug look they'll probably they'll look at you like like they like you don't exist or they'll probably just just look at you like a disgusting person and you will look at them and say well what did i do to you what did i do to you for you to do something to or or nothing let alone for you to even look at me like you don't know that i am here this is called mixed emotions. We have mixed emotions with people. You got one day people love you, then you got one day people can't stand you for your guts. And this is where we have to separate ourselves from certain people because we don't know what 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 type of spirits they, they are having or carrying. But I know one thing for sure. If, even if you come to them, and having a conversation with them and telling them deeply of how you really feel and not only telling telling them deeply how you really feel but also understanding that whatever they are feeling are they open enough to be honest are they open enough to literally share why are they feeling this way you know, and one that's one thing I noticed about Saul too. Like he didn't, he didn't, he didn't like literally like um, kill him. He didn't, he didn't go out his way to kill David or do any of that because David came up to him and told him about himself, and he regret everything that he was thinking and and wanted to do to David. Even though David was so faithful to Saul and still loved Saul and still enjoyed Saul and still worked with Saul and still respected Saul, Saul seen that. It was like he seen it and it was other days he didn't he didn't want to see it. But when David came to him to his cautiousness, he realized this man ain't never did nothing to me. And that goes for everybody. You have that one person that you respectfully love. And not only with that, but however, 
you still show your love to them. Just like what Jesus said, love your enemies and pray for them. And sometimes you're like, well, dang, Jesus, how do you love somebody that, that, that's that deeply and that person is cold-hearted? Or mixed emotions. They, they, they love me one day and then they hate me. That's how he was. And that's how he expects for us to do. So, I pray that this podcast really helped each and every one of you all. Especially whoever your enemies are who hate you or who don't want nothing to do with you. Listen, pray for them and have a conversation with them. Whether they don't want to have a conversation with you. So I encourage each and every one of y'all to love your enemies and pray for them. Because there's going to be a time when people have mixed emotions against you. But that's okay. Still love them. Still love them. Even if they can't stand you from their guts, still love them. They're going to turn back around. They're going to admit they're going to do. They're going to admit they wrongs of what they did against you. And they're going to be asking for you forgiveness. All right? So this is mixed emotions. Mixed emotions. All right, y'all. We're going to go right ahead and pray. So Father in heaven, Lord, we want to thank you once again for this wonderful podcast. God, as we close this podcast, Lord, Lord, let us, Lord, Lord, search our hearts, God. Search our hearts if our hearts are right conditioned with you, God. God, let us not have a wishy-washy relationship with anyone that we have or anyone that we have or holding against anyone. But God, let us have an open mindset. Let us have an open heart, God. Let us love. Let us respect. Let us not... Let us not turn to evil deeds, oh God. God, but let us have love against each other, God. Even with certain people that we didn't do anything wrong against, God. But God, let us continue to love on them, God. Let us continue to work with them, God. Let us continue to to, to enjoy their presence, God. In the name of Jesus. So Lord, I want to thank you for this wonderful podcast today, God. And God, not only that it was wonderful, but God, I just thank you for being here today. God, I pray that every individual right now, God, who are enjoying this podcast, God, I pray that right now, God, that they let this to their hearts to share to others, God, who have that same situation in their personal lives, oh God, that it would change and it would turn it around, oh God. So, Lord, I thank you for this wonderful podcast and many more to go, God. And I thank you for just being wonderful to me. I thank you for being lovable. I thank you for just being so good to each and every one of us, God. And I thank you, Lord, and I bless your holy name. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, y'all. Thank y'all so, so, so much for coming. And not only coming, but joining into the city and say amen to that. I pray that y'all also had y'all tea with y'all as well, too, as y'all could join this podcast. I know I should have said that in the beginning, but it's my fault. <laughs> but I pray that you all are having a wonderful, blessed day and have a wonderful holiday. God bless. Love y'all. Bye.